welcome to the very first episode of the Lupo AS Roma podcast. I'm your host, Lupo. Thank you to everyone who has followed me and supported me over the years. I'm excited to dive into this new chapter with all you guys. Today, after about three hours of technical difficulties, we finally got everything set up and ready to go. This episode will basically be a testing episode for me and my co-host Frank. It started off as a practice session. It was the first time we got together. But after listening to it, I figured, hey, why not? We're not really here to be professional. This podcast is going to be fun, a little crazy. We're just honestly two guys who have a huge passion for Roma. And uh, I think you guys will see that going forward. It'll take some time to figure everything out, so bear with us. Our goal is to drop one to two podcasts a week and see where that takes us. Today, during the international break, we will get into Roma's transfer market, expectations for the upcoming season, and much more. So now, let's get right into the podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, Daya Roma. Going into Roma's transfer market, what do we think? I personally give it like I would say eight point five nine out of ten. Yeah, I would say eight point five, eight eight point five out of ten. What do you think was the best move we made on the transfer market? Getting rid of all the dead weight that we have in the club. Dead weight. That was that was a big. What was the the most exciting piece of dead weight that you saw leave? You, uh, there's not one. It was just opportunity that it gave to bring in other players was uh, was very big. You know, personally, I would have to say that losing Eden Dzeko was probably <laughs> <laughs> was probably the best departure of the transfer window. I'd have to agree with we you. We lost man. that contract, we lost that attitude, and we lost that lack of speed up top, I'd say. And Lorenzo Pellegrini could actually become a normal soccer player because Dzeko's not there to, you know... Throw his hands in the air. Fucking... Take advantage Bring of him. him down. No, Pellegrini just loves Jekyll too much. They they needed to separate. It makes no sense why he loves him that much. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll dive right in here. Uh, we'll start with departures. So first on the list we have Alessandro Florenzi. Oof, <laughs> new Milan boy. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I wanted him back. I didn't. I never, wanted him back until we saw all over the news that he rejected Roma and didn't want to return and work with Jose Mourinho and have a chance to come back to his favorite team, in quotations. And then he got walked last week. Or and he got walked. This, this week against Bulgaria. Bulgaria made Florenzi <laughs> look like a high schooler. Uh, that was unbelievable. I have no words for that clip on the goal. <laughs> he was chasing him, then he tripped it. over his own feet, then yeah, he tried was, to get him, and the guy just like bad. strolled away. That was really yeah, bad. It was embarrassing. But even he even he had a big contract with Roma, so Yeah, it's that's true. a lot of uh him, just, Fazio and Zonzi, Pastore, Zecco. Yeah. I just can't get over the fact that Florenzi spit in our face. Yeah, it's and Going to Milan too. Well, Fonseca and him definitely had problems. That's yeah, obvious. Yeah, but Fonseca's gone now, and, and who would want to still, work with Mourinho? Still doesn't want to come. Especially when you claim you're Roman, Roman and East. Yeah. Come on. Capitano Futuro, look at him. Yeah, we'll be Fucking saying that for a couple years. Pezzo di merda, man. 
I, I just I'll never be able to accept it. Like, it's okay, Milan's taking everyone's scraps. So yeah, honestly, we'll yeah, what else can you expect? And you signed all every fucking loan player you could find. <laughs> Moving on, Paul Lopez, or Paul Lopez, I'd rather say. <laughs> uh, it, it still puzzles me how in the Europa League he turned into a a great goaltender. <laughs> It's probably, the league, it's, uh... He's probably sick and tired of seeing Morante play. So, True. <laughs> He's like, I might as well perform in this. True. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we bought him for, what, $22 million? We bought him for... I don't have it here. I'm pretty sure it was around $22 million and We sold him alone, though. So, hopefully, he's not coming back. Yeah, it was around 22 I would say. Pretty sure, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, even just uh, for well, Pinto to be able to find a home for all those players is it's insane it's pretty impressive it's insane we'll get into the additions after because losing Lopez doesn't really matter at this point obviously with Patricio yeah but we'll get to that next on the list Jengis Under yeah he's on the loan too but I heard it's uh, easily attainable to become an obligation so that's another one I'm just hoping all those guys make it Permanent, I'm surprised you never have to hear these guys' names again. <laughs> I'm surprised, like, when Under started, like, there's a lot of hype, but if he's a monkey player at the end of the day, eh? he's a monkey player at the end yeah. of the day. What are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, like, he's he has speed, he has a good shot, it's just his technical ability, the passing, the patience, he just doesn't yeah, have he it. Can't put it all together, just, yeah, he, he, he really little, can't. Little bits and pieces, he does. <laughs> Decently well in these random teams, like yeah. Marseille. I think he's already scored a couple of goals for Marseille. Yeah, but... yeah, I saw that too. Wasn't he in the game when like a guy got a bottle in the back of the head? Yeah, he was. <laughs> and he scored for Turkey, I think, on the weekend. That's well. nuts. Oh well, good for him. Hopefully Just uh, we don't, have don't to come hear back about him again. <laughs> Go good for him. Kebab somewhere else. Yeah, kebab. Moving on, the hero of all of Roma, possibly a bigger parasite than Eddie Dzeko, Juan Jesus. Oh my God! Wait, how, to his, to Napoli on a free. Was it a free? So we yeah. his, his contract ran. Out. Yeah, we told him to get the fuck out of here and just went there on a free transfer because we don't want him, obviously. Beautiful. Spalletti, guys in love with him. Yeah, it makes no sense. Did we sign him when we had Spalletti? No, I think they uh, renewed him though when we had Spalletti, if I'm not mistaken. Uh. Yeah, because that was Sabatini and that was Spalletti. Yeah. That makes sense. Sabatini well, renewed him. There you have it. He's a coach. Yeah, honestly, like all these guys are all from the from the Pelote era, though. So yeah, yeah, the cheap buys that like can squeak us by a season, but yeah. they're they just overpaid awful. contracts. <laughs> yeah, just give them an extra nothing. five mil, no worries. <laughs> oh, man. oh my god, Juan Jesus is one of those guys that just loves riding the bench. Going to practice. I would too. Going home for millions of dollars. Fucking sleeping with his wife. I don't know, man. I can't stand guys like this. No. That's what I actually respect. Even, uh, we'll get to him, but Olsen. He's playing in the second division in England just so he can actually play. Yeah. Rather than sit Because he bench, actually loves the game. The and... I know everybody hates Pjanic, but he did the same thing with Besiktas. Yeah. Or Tas. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to blow some uh, pronunciations on here. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's all good. There's no hiding now. There's no edit button. <laughs> uh, next, Bruno Pettis. Hey. Guy, uh, he didn't look that bad <laughs> when we played him. <laughs> I was going to say, we're watching him on uh, Trent Bonus or whatever the heck that 
that thing is, but uh, he looked good. He looked like one of their better players. But yeah, for sure. Another player I, I'm not gonna say I'm mad to go see to leave. To leave. So yeah, yeah. Hey. No, yeah. He was. I was sick of him on Roma. Literally get the ball. Yeah. Roll over. He scissor, went to the second division in backwards. Brazil. <laughs> couldn't make any or couldn't get any playing time. Came back to Brazil. And Do you remember how happy Rondo. everybody was when we signed Bruno Perez? I'm pretty sure Lord Solano said he should uh, renew him last year as one point. Solano said that. Yeah. I don't know. He's we're gonna have to get that in writing. <laughs> At the off chance that he's listening to this, uh, we're gonna have to get into contact, Mr. Solano. We'll send it to him. We'll send, we'll it, send to it to him. him. We'll talk. To, we'll get in touch. Put it with in the group secretary. chat. <laughs> Oh, next up, my personal favorite. A free transfer to Inter Milan. Eden Dzeko. How are we feeling about Honestly, this? Honestly, I'll let you take this one away. Here, let me take this? Okay, thank yeah. you. All right. This I know is... you love him so much. So yeah, we'll, I love you him. Know, we'll, uh, I'll give this I'll, I'll tell you. the story. I'll tell the story. I'll give everybody a little treat on the first day. So Eden Dzeko comes to Roma. Oh, a little skeptical, but you know, everybody's talking good about him, saying he's got like skill for a big guy, you know, he has the experience, he did decently well in England and in Germany before that. So, you know, I'm like, okay, we'll give him a chance. First preseason game, he goes barred down against Sevilla. There I go running into my kitchen, sliding, celebrating. We finally have a striker. Little did I know that our capitano, Francesco Totti, was about to ride the bench. <laughs> this this Eden Jacko guy, oh man, it still eats at me. But between him and Spalletti, that last season, oh, oh my god! All in all, Jacko scored lots of goals for Roma. Thank you for the goals, but also thank you, thank you, thank you for leaving. <laughs> because when I think about a Roma team, it is not with a tall, slow striker that cannot beat guys. That isn't a team player. Throwing his hands, making te- players his body language is terrible. Like, or worse, I should say. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't deal with the guy. Apparently, he's happy on Inter. He finally gets to play with world class players. His words, not mine. Yeah, I heard that. So, congratulations to Jacko, and thank Jesus that he's gone. <laughs> okay, and that's about it on Jacko. One more thing, I just hate Carry how Jacko. You hear what? I said I hate how Jacko gets talked about as this Roma if, legend. Yeah, no, Roma legend. He is a Roma legend, but... Oh, we're going to have to dive into that one. Because <laughs> I completely disagree with you there. He stirred... As bad as he was towards the end, he did a lot. But if he if he took less money, if he made if he made about $3 million and rode the bench as a secondary striker, I would take that. If he split his contract with us right now, he could have exactly. stayed another season. Exactly. We refused. Exactly. So for that, fuck you. Yeah, he just wants his money, man. Like every other player. He doesn't care. Remember when Nigel and left Roma? The guy was like in tears putting on the Nitro jersey. Yeah. Jekyll was with a smile out. on his face. Got forced out. Big mistake. <laughs> Jekyll has had a plane ticket out of Rome for the last four, three, four times. three summers. Or yeah. four summers. He was, he was supposed to go to Chelsea, Inter Milan twice, and he ended up going once and once to Juve. It's honestly... There's a lot of like a youth product here, but we'll just keep it with the main players. Canada ties the game 1-1. Canada's tied? USA? Yeah. We're from the U.S. though, so. <laughs> nice. Uh, Pedro. Oof. To Lazio. Going to Lazio. First time players going from Rome to Lazio in 42 years, I saw. 
That's really 42 years. 42 years direct. Now that's a stat. A direct. Write, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No direct transfer because we got Kolarov, who's played for everything. But a direct transfer between Lazio and Roma, 42 years. Never mind. That's insane. That's a real derby. But realistically, looking at Pedro, it's like. He's awful. Yeah. They shrug your shoulders and move on. Who yeah. really cares? Uh, he scored against Lazio. Start, he, he started off good at the beginning of last season. I actually thought he was going to be a good player, but he. Started off with a bang. So like, fit, fitness was. A it's like Jekyll at Inter, man. Wait, wait for the honeymoon to end, exactly. and then the thirty-six-year-old legs—they'll catch up to you. Exactly. Jekyll just wanted motivation. I heard about a couple of fans uh, mad about Jekyll. His last. Who's pissed about Jekyll? A couple of people that I've heard were saying uh, Jekyll misplaced a lot of passes, looked off his game, and I was just saying to myself, just. Oh, Inter after yeah. they played, really? Yeah. Nice. Just wait. Didn't hear that. <laughs> Honestly, man, like, he'll be good for them, but I can't expect too much. This guy, I honestly feel he was extremely overrated. Overrated, Like, yeah, he but... scored goals for Roma, which led people to overrate him. Mm-hmm. Because look at this guy scoring goals for us. We haven't had a striker like this since, what, like, Barastuta, Montella, yeah. Dotti, you could say. But... Meh. I mean, he has a high Doesn't do it for goals. me. Like, there was a, a... Maybe the first three years he came to Roma, he was great. Yeah, he was done. This transfer should happen. I would I would argue a year ago. You could even argue a year and a two half. Two years ago, two he years was ago. like... I doubted him, but he was still playing good. Yeah. The last two years have been just... just downhill. And uh, from second, I played Boya Mario in front of him all this, towards the end of last season. Yeah. That tells you a lot. <laughs> I am still bitter to this day that Borja did not play in the Europa League. <laughs> the leading goal scorer in the Europa League, and he cannot start over the yeah, legend but... Eden Dzeko because Fonseca is scared of his, you know, of his job, of his own shadow, his job, Dzeko and his wife. He's scared of it all, Fonseca. I know yeah. you like Fonseca, so I'll hold back guy. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's good we got a little uh, different opinions going here. Yeah. But notice how we still respect each other. Okay, just a little shout to Roma Twitter right there. <laughs> uh, okay, everybody else is just whatever. Providence, LR, Olsen. You know, had a Olsen, great Euro. Respect the guy. Last yeah, day like, like you were window, saying. Go ahead. Takes the job. Goes to the second division in England. Doesn't want to hold on to his contract. Live in Rome. Sit in the stands. Goes to England. He's in a play. Respect it. Yeah, because he loves the game. Like, good for him. Thank you, Olsen. Hopefully it uh, ends up as an so. obligation. <laughs> Hopefully Clivert's we don't so, see you again. Justin Cliver. 22 years old. Everyone talked about that video. Uh, oh, uh, Mourinho. One day you can play for me. <laughs> That's not going to happen now, it looks like. But uh, hey. We're going to get into Mourinho in a bit. I got a lot to say. I'm Jose. What a guy. All right. So, Cliver, it's like he's a great player. Good player. Good player. He's going to Nice. Hopefully, he... I wanted him to do well too. Yeah. I want him to do well. He but, had the uh, skill. It's just he didn't. It's just not effective enough. I felt like he had no end product at all times. He's and but another player but that every time, every time he played with Zeko, he uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you just saw chip it. it to his head. <laughs> yeah, you saw it. I don't know, man. I would have, for whatever reason it didn't work out, but uh, wish him the best. When we I, signed him for like Ajax. Cliver. I thought he was gonna be. Uh, I thought he was gonna be a great player, but hey, hey that was one buy I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, make fun of Montreal about. 
<laughs> Speaking of uh, Monchi, Mr. Mongo himself, um, we have Javier Pastore. $25 million. Never forget we signed Pastore for $25 million <laughs> instead of Zayek for uh, $40. Totti advised the board to sign Zayek. And uh, Palotta and friends said, no, nah, no, nah, Francesco, what do, you, what do you know? Yeah, we're going to say Pastore. Back a Spanish guy who said he wanted Pastore. Nice cooking fucking meat in his backyard in Rome. <laughs> he actually... No, he just signed for a team. Yeah, Elche. Yeah, he just went to Argentina. Yeah. yeah. No, Spain. That was Argentina. Is it Elche, Spain? I'm pretty sure it is. I clicked on them and I saw an Argentinian flag because I had no idea what club it was. I, I could be wrong, <laughs> but I, I thought it was Argentina. Right. Um, all right. Roger Ibanez, end of loan. For some reason... Uh, What's that guy's name? He's not on here. Zidzonzi. Yeah. Because he didn't leave yet, so there's not a departure, but... Yeah, thank God. I heard what do you think about that it's guy? It's going to be really close. I heard it's close as of, at the moment, but he's going he's to some He's supposed to arrive in Qatar, Qatar today. I didn't hear Perfect. anything, though. Perfect. Have a good time in Qatar. Hopefully, we don't see you again. They'll give him a nice contract, though. It's crazy how Manchi... Actually, he ruined the team. crazy how Manchi was talked about as the best sporting director in the entire world. <laughs> Came to Roma... He literally absolutely blew apart a team that finished in the Champions League semifinal one year prior. We were living and the dream. <laughs> Never three, mind Bonsai. We were we Champions have not been League in the Champions League semis. Yeah. We fucking oh playing Real Madrid. We should have beaten. He ruined Liverpool. our entire project, our entire team. Everything. Every profit made from every tournament. Everything. He ruined everything. And now God we haven't been in the Champions the League. The freed the freed kings, I should say. Exactly. Oh god, fuck you, monkey! You fucking prick. Anyways, that's the one sorry thing for I, my language, guys. I actually respect Palotta uh, about. I gotta say, you respect Palotta for what? Taking Roma and bringing him to the top, as far as he can go, and then. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he Monchi sold a lot of guys along the way, but. Hey, we got there at the end. You know what? Yeah, like he was better than what we had. Let's put it yeah, that way. He, he, he got us to places we didn't think we could get to exactly so even, yeah even Respect building the, even building the brand i would say building the brand social media team all the little things he took yeah. us out of fifa though before he left i'll never yeah. forgive him for that yeah it's pretty stupid <laughs> i tried ps screw fifa i know you're a big fifa guy no i like fifa but it's fucking toxic very toxic game but i'm still gonna play on twitch guys don't worry it's coming <laughs> subscribe <laughs> subscribe to the twitch <laughs> All right, uh, that pretty much takes care of the departures. Love to see Jacko go. A little recap there. I don't know if I mentioned it. <laughs> okay, Honestly, so I hope to see him do good at Inter. Just so uh, yeah. Hey, he and he, you could tell he's holding on to Roma. He's saying, "I'll cheer Roma for thirty six games, this and that." Yeah, like, yeah, wow. yeah. You know what I say to that? Va fanculo. That's what I say to that. Oh man. I don't know, guys. I don't like Jekyll. Like, I apologize. In my eyes, a Roma legend is Vincenzo Montella, Antonio Cassano, Tati, obviously, Di Rossi. You know. I would consider David Pizzaro a bigger Roma legend than Ian Jekyll. Some people might call me crazy, but that's the way it's got to be. All right. We're going to move on to the arrivals. I don't want to start too big, so we're going to start at the bottom of the list. Hold on a second. There's a lot of loans ending here. 
I guess you could talk about Darbo and Zalewski, but... I'm surprised they stayed, Prima to be Vera. honest. I'm surprised they stayed. Darbo's interesting. Like, we're supposed to re-sign him soon. Yeah. But what is he doing on this team? Hey, and even, apparently, I heard uh, Mourinho likes that guy, that kid, Bove. Even Bove he loves, yeah. And I hate He's him, playing him ahead of Valar, too. Yeah. What we do we need these guys? We have so many center mids. That, I'd that keep Darbo, don't get me wrong. But, like, what is he doing? He's just training? I guess it's good if Mourinho's coaching him, right? You know, learn from him and stuff. Yeah, but. I guess. It's, they'll probably all have a chance. But it, I, I think, to be honest, I think we're going to still have a busy January. I really think it, January is going to be busy. I know it's looking forward, but I truly believe that there's too, too many stacked players in the center mid that all kind You're talking of do, departures. Yeah. Like, okay. And But I think that'll make players come in in January as well. I think if we For get sure. rid of one, two guys and out of Diawada, VR, Bove, uh, Dark Bowl, someone's going to have to come in. Yeah, sounds about right. And plus, like that Even report Zalewski. said, Asmoon. Yeah, apparently Asmoon's coming. Because Borja's going to go back to Real, apparently. Yeah, I saw that too. Because um, we got um, Borja in January. Yeah, it was two, but we extended the loan for an extra year. So it ends in January again. Yeah, yeah. So is it January? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So like he's gonna go back. We're gonna get Asmoon, and then Mourinho has three quality strikers. You could play two. You could play one. If somebody gets injured, we're fine. God forbid. <laughs> Knocking it on the glass here for you guys. Um. Okay. Okay. Move it on. Move it on. Move it on. Bove. Yes. I like what I see from him. Looks like that Aussie too is a kid. <laughs> he Love does. It. Yeah. Then we signed Reynolds, Ibanez, to uh, Ibanez $9 million. Some good business. Thanks, Petraki, the one thing you did good for us. <laughs> you absolute psychopath. Okay, let's get into the, the main event here. Let's Rui go. Patrizio. Honestly, from preseason, seeing him, I thought he was a bit shaky, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but uh, since the season started, he's looked good. He's looked good. You could tell he has... The experience, 100%. And yeah. he does. Starting goalie for Portugal. Won a Euro. Yeah. It's just, yeah, like you said, in preseason, there's a couple of blunders. There's a couple of blunders. Yeah. But I really started believing him. Like, that he can really do the job against uh, Trabzonosaur there. Yeah. Trab dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it better than me. <laughs> yeah, but he's looks solid. He made a couple great saves. I even made a, one of those videos about him. Yeah, yeah. He played sick. Yeah, no, he did. He did well. I gotta say, he's definitely redeemed himself. I thought I, the preseason I actually, was kind of scary. I, I, I had some Olsen vibes and uh, thought about the past, but now I see people on Twitter comparing him to Allison. So I'll beat you in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that <laughs> Allison comparisons, but I'm at the point now where I trust him completely. Yeah, no, I yeah. do too. I'm sure a lot of Romanisti are feeling the same way. Plus, what is the alternative? Daniel Fusato. <laughs> <laughs> he did okay when he came in. You know, I actually thought he was going to be a bigger piece this season, but I guess yeah. he might play. He'll have his chance in the conference league going to Norway. Yeah, he will have to travel across. Of, uh, yeah. You have to travel across uh, no, all the way, uh, travel all through Europe to go to Norway. The highest point in Norway possible we're going. Is that actually where we're playing? Yeah. Oh, my God. The yeah. altitude's going to rip us apart. 
Oh yeah, and it's even, uh, it'll probably be snowing. Get the boots out. <laughs> All right, next on the list, Matthias Vigna. Another player that I, when he came in, I kind of had question marks about just because I didn't really watch too much of the Uruguay or Copa America or even the Brazilian League, but uh, he's looked good. He's looked good. He's, he's doing the job for sure. Reminds me a little bit of uh, Spinazzola. He's not no Spinazzola though, but hey, <laughs> can't ask for that. How much should we pay for him? Thirteen million. Uh, fourteen point three. Not bad, and I think that kind of uh, messed with our transfer market as well. They couldn't compensate for fourteen million having to go to a left back, and they were thought he was going to be injured. So hey, yeah, not bad business. Considering the timing of when we got him, it's a yeah. great, great signing. Yep. Like Spinazzola goes down, we obviously need a left back. I'm when sure. we're looking for strikers and all that stuff too. Yep. And we find Matias Vigna, a guy who became a pro at, in 2019, which is pretty crazy. Yep. And starting fullback for Uruguay, he comes in and he's look good. He's a little shaky here and there. At the beginning, he was a bit shaky, but the last couple he's of games, he's adapting to City. Exactly. I think like he's just learning exactly. how to how to play the Italian way, Mourinho way, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But yeah, he's looked very good. I have no complaints. Honestly, no. 14 million. No, very good business. That's one of those signings that, like, <laughs> I guess you just consider yourself lucky. and They come under nowhere and you just yeah. take it what you got. They but never a lot have of a these choice. signings are all Mourinho, man. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. I don't know if any of these guys even come if it's not for Mourinho, especially Rudy Patricio. Oh, that's for sure. The Portuguese connection. They'll just see the appeal. Yeah. Like, these guys don't think like the same way we do. Mm-hmm. All right, next on the list, Eldor Shamudorov. I know you're a big fan of this guy. I fucking love him. <laughs> oh, you don't like? He scored. He scored today. Oh, you're a little sketch yeah. on him, right? Yeah. Oh man. Okay, we're gonna have to talk about this. I just don't see. I I, I just don't agree with uh, him and Tammy both playing together unless he comes off the wing. But right now, Mkhitaryan, I think he's been doing pretty well. And the whole the whole uh, relationship with Mourinho Mkhitaryan could go down the drain real quick. That's all I'm gonna say. I see him as more of a number nine than a winger, to be honest. Eldor. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know. It's gonna if you're gonna play in, in some games with two strikers, I get it. But then you can't play. You're gonna lose your wingers. You lose who Zaniolo, and then maybe you put him in the ten or drop Pellegrini back. There's I don't know. It's it could it could work. I just think our strongest lineup is a 4-2-3-1 it probably is but here's where I disagree with you Eldor needs to play and he needs to start him and Tammy need to be together I don't know if they're up top I don't know if he's on the wing something's got to be figured out it'll happen it'll happen this guy is better than Mkhitaryan I'll tell you this now because he's fast he's young He's got the legs. He can run for 90 minutes. He can beat a guy one-on-one. And to be honest with you, what has he done in a Roma jersey to show you that he shouldn't be starting? Maybe just started the season. Yeah, a couple preseason games too. Yeah, I would You know what he can do. I, yeah. He scored in his first two, three games. Yeah. Like... Against lower opponents, but I just think right now, like, the whole the whole relationship with Mkhitaryan would have to be I see rebuilt. what you're saying, but... 
if you he even said it in an interview right Eldor I don't know if it was yesterday or today today, today after he's he like, scored he's like I think me and Tammy are gonna be playing together yeah you guys will be playing together soon I, I could see yeah. it happening you I don't just think, think right that now, Eldor is a better option than Mkhitaryan right now no I do not jeez even that pass, did you see that pass on Virtus goal? That's an underrated pass. I don't see. That was a great pass. I don't see uh, thing think, making that pass. I think Shamura does. Maybe not. He does. Mkhitaryan is. has that little bit of class. That little bit of. Yeah, has it, but Shamurdov has that he, random goal scoring out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get that. I just love it. No, I get that. If you can find a way to play them both. I don't think he's a bad player. I just think he's not a player. That... You think he's a guy that comes into the game. Yeah, or even like as a two striker, I just don't see him as like I don't. You obviously don't not gonna play him over Tammy Abraham. That's no, 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 no. right. So that's out of the question. It's either playing with him or playing on the wing. So I just don't see him doing either of those. Maybe playing two striker. But I, I just know, think I just... our strongest is with Mkhitaryan on the left. And Zaniolo on the right. Yeah, I think that's right there. And then at least you have options off the bench. You have you could bring in <sighs> Shimurdov. You could bring in. And you could really risk. You could put him anywhere across the. the it's true. Top like, three. Having Shermudorov on the bench, on the bench, is it's a weapon. It's huge. Yeah, it's and even huge. Carlos Perez, if he keeps up what he's doing, I mean, having him off the bench, it's another. All right, we'll get there. Yeah, like I agree with what, everything you're saying. No, and, but I see. I see what. And Mkhitaryan off the bench. Like it's, it's not, not. It's not. Intri- like, it's not know? even close to the same effect that Eldar has. Yeah. So from that aspect, yeah. I can understand it. And I actually agree with you there. But fuck, you know what it was too? It's like Elder was the new signing. And then he came in and he's scoring. I'm like, fuck, yeah, yeah. this guy's unreal. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Jack was gone. And we're dropping $45 million on Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Which is a good way to enter the, the next topic. Tammy good Abraham. Good segue, good segue. Yeah, you like that, huh? It's the first podcast too, eh? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> uh, Tammy Abraham. Love him. Huge sighting. Uh, Not going to lie. Was, perfection. I think I was talking to you about the price. I was very yeah, no, skeptical. No, you were very price. skeptical, yeah. Very skeptical. But uh, from so far what I've seen, he's he's a good player. He's good with his feet. He's fast. He's tall. I think we re- basically replaced Zeko in a good way. Except he's a lot faster. Not faster. The work ethic is a lot more. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. The, the team, legs. The legs. You the can team see. oriented like nature Ro- of his play is just incredible. Yeah. Like it's everything you would want in a striker. I've seen so many Roma fans too say like, "Wow!" I feel like everyone just got so used to Zeko being yeah. the striker, and that's all. It's it almost was. like and nobody everyone, can see that he was holding yeah, Roma back. Exactly. Except there's a guy named Lupo on Twitter I saw once. Yeah. But we won't get into the and specifics. Burner accounts. <laughs> no, all those burner accounts. <laughs> Tessa, if you're listening, tweet now. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny though too. Oh man. Um. Yeah, like to me, it was obvious. Like the entire time, like Roma's entire game plan was get the ball to Jekyll. We're we're asking. It's just a slower. Style. It's not even Jekyll's fault at the end of the day. No, it's not. Because we're forcing him to play to be more than he is yeah so it's making him look bad in a way at inter he can just be jekyll and he has guys around him who are gonna get him the ball they're gonna they're gonna dangle they're gonna do their thing at roma 
Jekyll out. needs to do that himself. You need a striker who's gonna press the defense. You need a striker who's gonna like be a team player. Yep. He's gonna pass it off when he has a shot. Obviously in the right areas, but no, he's he's honestly impressed me. He's uh, Tammy's been. F- he's young. He's hungry. I feel like he hungry, for yeah. him for him to leave Chelsea and leave England altogether is shows that he wants to prove himself. Mourinho said it best. It shows yeah. his ambition. Exactly. Yeah. And hey, when you have uh, you see what Mourinho's done with his strikers in the past and with Tammy, it's uh, and he's a huge good Drogba fan too. Yeah, he's Abraham. That? He's a huge Drogba fan. Yeah. Yes. Even Kane, Harry Kane, the last season with, with with Mourinho, <laughs> with Mourinho, he uh, the first half of the season he went absolutely nuts. Second half of the season cooled off, and uh, he now he wants you. a hundred fifty dollar, hundred fifty million dollar deal to Man City. Yeah, would you look at that? Print another check. <laughs> Print another check. Oh. Yeah, but t- I have nothing but good things to say about Tammy Abraham. You saw how fr- how excited I was when it was happening. I yeah, did, we- at that point, I didn't even care. Like, Mourinho wants his guy. Mourinho's going to get his guy. I'll trust the Mourinho. This guy is amazing. I know every English fan or whatever out there wants us to fail, wants Mourinho to fail. They're all going to say, oh, wait a bit. That's why I'm not the it's biggest. It's coming. English it's coming. Fan. Just wait till he divides the dressing room. All this bullshit. But you know what? So far, so good. And that's all we have in front of us. Exactly. I'm not gonna imagine crappy scenarios. I've had enough depression as a Roma fan. Yeah. He's left <laughs> it's now. It's time to enjoy ourselves. Win some damn games. Win some trophies. We went from, I was thinking about this the other day. We went from Jekyll and a Borja alone. Yep. To Tammy Abraham. Elder Shamurodov and Borjalon. Soon to be Asmoon, apparently. Yeah, I heard about that. Like, what a difference. Like, a coach comes in, like Mourinho, and all of a sudden, we want strikers. Because it's almost like, to win the game, you got to score goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a crazy thing. But, fuck, finally, we have a coach. So I guess, on that note, we can dive into the biggest summer signing, Jose Mourinho. Wow. I'll never forget the day that we uh, saw that. I thought someone was hacking my phone. I, th- I, thought, I thought the tweet I was reading was a fake. I'm not going to lie. I still didn't believe it. I, I still can't believe it. I said, how? I see him. I make videos about it. I, can, I, I still can't believe it. I know. He, uh, <laughs> what, he left Tottenham and within a week he was agreeing to the Roma boss. He said he was convinced of the project. The owners made it clear to him. The freaking called him the same day he got sacked. Exact yeah. same day. And it's obvious what they offered him. It's just time, patience. Yep. Build, teach us what how is to... a three or four year deal? We have a three year deal with him. But he said many times that he hopes there would be more years. And hey, like, I don't see why not. Yep. Look at Klopp. He's been in Liverpool for so long now. He's got a young Pep's been with Man City, like... It's I know it's they... rare these days, but... Mourinho is a family man. At the end of the day, he... Like, he wants to be in a place that appreciates him and loves exactly. him. Exactly. But every time he goes to a team, they end up hating him. Yeah, and I feel like when Except they brought him into Rome, it's not win now. 
he doesn't have to win this year or else he's gone like it was that's the beauty of it though and man man he tells everybody the organization says oh yeah guys patience we don't have to win now but you bet your ass he's that he wants to win now now. i just feel like even the pressure (laughs) from the fan base and everything to get around him it's not like if he doesn't win this year we don't win something that he's gonna be out or everyone's gonna be against him everyone knows what it is we've never had a coach this is a once in a lifetime opportunity ever never never Spalletti's, you could, I guess you could say Capello. Yeah. And we won. Yeah, we had him what? One year, I believe. I think it was two. Yeah, and he ended up going to Juve after. Coach uh, what else is new? Everybody goes from Roma. Vucinic, Osvaldo, Pjanic, Szczesny, Benatia. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how these are just coming to me, but years of freaking depression. <laughs> or the Roman boy, Luca Pellegrini. Luca Pellegrini, who got us Leonardo Spinazzola. Yeah. What a deal. Remember you almost left for Politano? I saw that the other day. I was so pissed. I remember it. And I was like, yeah, okay, that, fuck it. Die Politano. From that move, he became an unbelievable player. Spina? After, Spina. After that failed move. It was Roma, man. It brought him. It, like, no, it was the dentist. It gave him the confidence. It was the dentist. The dentist. <laughs> he, he fixed his teeth and became a... Is that what he did? Back. You didn't hear that story? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. He came to Rome. What happened? He, he, he saw one of the doctors and the doctor told him he have so many muscle injuries you should go to this dentist he went to the dentist and fixed his teeth realigned his teeth and it avoided all the muscle injuries in his back or in his in his body are you fucking with me um, unbelievable search it up wait wait even, even Clarence <laughs> Clarence Seydorf did the same thing you're telling me because he was like gnashing his teeth together and it was fucking up his and whole body. And he was fucking up his whole muscle injury. Just type in Spinazzola dentist. He went to the dentist, fixed his teeth, got his teeth realigned, something to do like that. And his whole entire, like, he used to get muscle injuries every week, every other week. He, like, the, the injuries that he had on Roma were serious injuries. It's not like it was a, a, Fuck. a little muscle injury. Judging by my soccer career, I might have to go to the dentist. <laughs> That's why, <what I> man. <laughs> What the? Yeah, it's here. It's like... Um, he visited some dentist. Dr. Daniele Puzzilli, yeah, the, the dentist who began to treat Spinozola in January, explained in an interview to Gianluca Di Marzio about how he was able to help the uh, to help the player's muscle injuries by realigning his teeth. Unbelievable. Well, that's who a Roma press. That's, that's straight from Solano. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I read it on Football Italia, to be honest, when they interviewed the doctor. He did a big interview... Um, I think it was about a year ago but yeah I was shocked to hear that going to the dentist can fix all of your muscle injuries not all but you know if from Spinozola he trained every uh, every time he trained he'd get injured I mean to go to the dentist there's a quote here from the doctor and here's the quote after we did some scans I found that he was suffering from dental occlusion his teeth were misaligned and were causing problems with his posture. This led to an alteration in his performance, an alteration in strength and a predisposition to muscle injuries. For almost a year now, Leo has been wearing a mouthpiece at night and during training to help him with his inferior arc. To make it simple, it helps realign the muscles and restores muscle symmetry and muscle synchrony. Crazy. Jeez. That's insane. <laughs> I thought you were full of shit. He's I thought you were screwing with me on the first podcast. <laughs> it's doing pretty good for speed as well, other than the, the Achilles injury, but that is a freaking... Must have had really like, a lot of back problems then. Mm-hmm. 
fuck. And I know he had a lot of muscle injuries on Juve, and that's why Juve got rid of him because he couldn't stay fit. That I clutch my teeth reasons. a lot. It's kind of scary, but now. Mm-hmm. Gonna go see the dentist. <laughs> Watch, I'm gonna see the dentist. I'm gonna be fucking pro tomorrow. <laughs> Guess you're gonna see me Lupo on the back of my jersey. Well, Sign up to Roma. Where'd you play Lupo? Guys, don't worry. It's for me to know. Where were we? Where All right. Were we that, oh, Jose that, Mourinho. Oh, yeah. Jose. Yeah, let's get speaking, into it. Speaking actually of Spinazzolo, when that guy comes back, because I heard he's, he, he's saying he wants to be back in December. He will be back in December. I believe him. On the field. Yes. It's back in November he's playing training. playing X's, X's and O's with his toes right now. So he's, he's trying to oh, Yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to do it, which is good. But um, do you? Where do you play him? It, let's say he comes back and he's fully fit. Does he somehow move up to a winger position for you? No. He stays as a fullback. I would like to see it, but that's assuming that Vinia is a I for sure starter. Like, you could say. Yeah, but, but we not. also don't have a, a backup right back for Korsdorp. No, we do not. So. Spinazzola is right-footed. Ibanez is probably our backup. Before uh, before a thing there. Reynolds. Yeah, I would say that too. Reynolds is on the back burner. He's just going to change. <sighs> like, if you're going to put Spina on the left wing, you have to start Vigna. And that's assuming that Vigna is like a finished product, and he's not. Spinazzola is miles ahead of Vigna. Oh, yeah. Not it's like, just also how Spinazzola comes back. I don't want to discredit... Uh, Vinia's skill or anything but like he's a solid player yeah but Spinozola is world class in my opinion yeah nobody believed me well most Roma fans know but like when he played with Italy I had so many people texting me like calling me like oh you were right this guy's amazing yeah I told him my buddy's breakout player of the tournament he said who is that yeah I've never heard of him (laughs) it reminds me of that Marino thing who is that who is he (laughs) Mr. Abramovich Pay and don't speak. <laughs> oh man. Ah, uh, but um, yeah, like it, to us, it, to us Roma fans, I would love. It's to obvious. See, yeah, and like, I, I would he's, just. He's love incredible. To see, he's incredible. I would love to see him just one game, just all out attack, and not have to worry about tracking back or anything. Oh, he'd be disgusted. But I just uh, taking. Guys but then, on. who do you take out? Your precious Mkhitaryan over there. Yeah, and but then, by then the relationship with. Uh, Jose, I just feel like at the beginning of the season, you can't. They, they rekindled this whole relationship. You can't just take him out of the lineup right away, right there. Vina? No, no, I'm saying Mkhitaryan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, think you're talking about later Spina, in the season. Like... No, later in the season, you could you could maybe put Spina in there for him, I would think, but not right away. It's definitely an option we can consider, especially if Vina keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. It's something we can consider. It would be crazy to see and I think he would actually do pretty well yeah but um, I got a question it's more of a luxury you. you know what I mean yeah if it's if it, well, what's the question Roma's expectations for you this season Roma's expectations realistic expectations like if you give me your okay let's say best case okay, after this we gotta get into Mourinho again okay let's get into Mourinho. Mourinho and then we'll get back to that question then you sure yeah alright no, I'm, I'm going to answer your question because that's on mine. All right. <laughs> okay. Expectations. Okay, well, I'll do mine. You'll do yours. Let's see. I believe Roma, at this rate, could finish fourth or fifth. I know that may come as a surprise to some people, 
But here's the logic. Roma has not played any serious team yet. We haven't. Yep. So as good as we're playing, as confident as we look, as unified as we may seem, we have not lost the game. We have not played a good team. Mourinho has never been in a... not. He's, not, he's never going to be in a hot seat, but he's never been too worried. Like, we haven't lost. We haven't had a couple of losses. We haven't had a couple ties. So I don't know what this team has in store for us down the line. Should we make Champions League? Yeah, I think we should. But it's a long season. It's a no, long I agree. Season. I just I just feel like a lot of people are, had us out of the top four, and then these last couple of games they go, oh, "Roma's going to finish in the top four. We're going to finish in Champions yeah, but League." Which most I agree. People... I agree with everything you said right there. I wouldn't be mad if we finished fifth place because I personally, I know I said this last season, but I feel like this is a transitional year for Mourinho. There's a lot of players, and I feel like he has an unfinished team this year for Mourinho. But you don't think. I think we can get top four. You don't think it's, a, it might be a considered a little bit of a failure if top, we don't make it, top four? If we finish top four and we win a Coppa Italia, go far and, and... Conference? I think the Conference League, if you're losing to one team, it should be Tottenham, and that's probably about it. If it's any other team, we should probably play them in the finals. I think probably Tottenham will somehow bottle it along the way. They almost did it already, so... Yeah, so... <laughs> I think Conference League should definitely be an absolute lock to finish, to go to the final. And um, Coppa Italia, you should be able to go far. If you have a good Coppa Italia campaign and good Conference League and you finish fifth, I wouldn't be mad. No. I would I'd be disappointed, but I'm I couldn't dying. see. I'm dying for champs. I, believe me, so am I. But at this point, three years, one more year, I wouldn't, wouldn't bug me. You know Mourinho. I feel like this team is like... Like a couple players away from being serious, serious, challenging, like yeah. especially with Mourinho. Like, so it's you know you gotta get you can't you can't bring those in when you have Fazio sitting on the bench, <laughs> as your third, fourth highest paid. Yeah, player. you can't afford to have these you guys who don't deserve do to be on exactly. the field. You can't. We're not we're not Manchester United or Chelsea or uh, PSG. <sighs> yeah, you know. I I think Mourinho wants Champions League. Like, as I know, that's an obvious statement, but I feel like he expects it. I believe it too. Deep down, I feel like he thinks we can get it. Thank God he doesn't hear us, because that those guys in the, the change room need to hear that. No, top game by game, is, game by game. Top four is is the. Uh, That's the Mourinho mentality, though. Game by game. Don't think about the two games from now. Just who do we play next? Worry about that. And when that's over, we'll worry about the next team. Yeah. It's the best mentality it. to have. Never look too far ahead. If you start doing that, then that's when you second guess yourself. You're you're not. Completely focused for a match. On and on we go. But, yeah. I wouldn't mind, like, coming fifth and, like, maybe winning a conference league, winning a Copa, but... I want to get back Champions, Champions League football, league. man. Yeah. He's, I'll tell you, Tammy Abraham, if we don't make champs, he's going to be demoralized. That kid wants Champions League. I believe it. He really, really wants Champions League. You could tell in his interview with Roma... He said it. He's like, this team deserves to be in champs. From the first game, his mentality has been like, let's go, let's win. There's a moment in the uh, game against Salernitana. Everybody was like, kind of like, wondering if, uh, I think someone was down injured. I think it was Ibanez. And he's like, give me the ball, give me the ball. And everyone's like, like chill, man. <laughs> we have to kick the ball out of bounds. And he just doesn't care. Like He just wants to win. He wants the ball. He wants to win now. Just great to see. 
And this city, this year, the city is probably the most open it's been in no, it's, since the last time Juve didn't win. Well, prior to Inter. This season is wide open. Absolutely wide open. Even more so because of the whole Lukaku Hakimi fiasco. But mm-hmm. Inter looks good too. So yeah, no, I would still say Inter's favorites. Hundred percent. I would still say it's Inter. Yeah, I would say the favorites on paper would be Inter, Juve. And then it's up in the air. I'd probably say Milan, personally. You would have to say Milan. Honestly, I think it's Juve, and then Inter, Napoli, and then Roma. Milan, Napoli, and Roma are are in like one pile. Mm-hmm. Milan, Milan's expected to come in third or something like that, but yeah, Roma can do it. Yeah, I got Roma at plus eighteen hundred. Maybe we'll get into some betting uh, throughout the weeks. <laughs> little betting, little betting little, previews. Little tips from the tipster. Yeah, the tipster <laughs> that can never win. Oh man. But yeah, those are my expectations. Just one champs. I think we can do it. But I'm it not going to be one of those guys that says like, oh, we're almost going to get champs. I can't say that. Especially when you're signing Mourinho. But there's a lot of, I've, I've talked to a lot of guys from like rival teams and they all think Rome was going to come in champs. Top four. And I look at them and I'm like, how can you say this? Yeah. Because they've seen Roma play now and they like see us doing well and Mourinho's yeah. here and they just assume like, oh yeah, it's going to happen. Team, There's so much time between now and then. It's true. So Fiorentina's much time. is a good team though. That we, that Fiorentina? They, they look, no, they're, they're a good team. A good like team. Mourinho was even worried. Like Vincenzo Italiano got a... They're a completely different team from, from last season. They I'll all played that. us when... Oh yeah. They were down a man. Yeah. Mourinho <laughs> even said he was scared. Zaniolo took it for the team. He's like, we're not, we're playing crap. So he had to get a red card, and then once he did, Roma was back. Exactly. It's a team player right there. It's basically, like a Capitano goal. Zaniolo. Yeah, we're a Zaniolo podcast. Big <laughs> Zaniolo podcast. We rate Zaniolo in this house. Yeah. Okay, I guess moving on to Jose. Let's go. I'll, I guess I'll start initial reactions. You already kind of spoke upon this, so I'll. Mm-hmm. So I'm at work. Uh, you know, checking Twitter, see what's going on, put my phone away, pick it back up, open Twitter. I see a picture of Jose Mourinho. I'm just like, what the hell's going on here? Like, <laughs> scroll down a little, I see a Roma logo. I go, wait, wait, what? <laughs> you told me this morning that Saudi was in Rome about to sign yeah. the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're telling reporters. me that the, the special one is going to be my coach. What a day! I, I, I still don't have words. I think what I love the most about the move, and I've said this on Twitter a hundred times, but it brings class with him. Like you know, Mourinho's coming. You know he's gonna want players. You know, Mourinho coming means that the entire organization is gonna be flipped on its head. You know, Mourinho coming. <laughs> a lot of the guys we have in our roster, he's not gonna settle for. Them. No, and that's what we've seen. He's yep. shipping everybody out. Jekyll's finally gone. Yeah, Mourinho has not had Jekyll as an official Roma player for a match. Uh, Only preseason. Yeah, beautiful. And if you think about move. it that way, it's he, he got he came in, he got rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it was a good move from the Freakins too. I think actually getting Roma exposure. They've just having Mourinho there gets eyes, brings eyes. Oh. It's it's unbelievable. Even Since Mourinho came, Roma has gotten more international coverage than I think I've ever seen. Yeah, like I heard every on Sky English, in, in every English account. Yeah, 
It's just Mourinho this, Mourinho that. Even Mourinho our preseason this. games, they were talking about when we won, and it goes. The... Especially when we got in that fight. Yeah. I had free. I had English articles taking my tweet with the video. Crazy. Like, <laughs> it's nuts, but that's Jose Mourinho. He's a beacon for drama. And hey. And I love it. I love every second of it. It's gonna be good. I've always said, always, Roma is crazy. Roma needs crazy. They mesh together well. Crazy players, crazy coaches, and Roma, they just fit together. And everybody shies away from these type of players, but I love it. I'd be lying to you if I thought about him leaving in a very bad, bad, bad manner. Mourinho? Yeah. You think he's going to or no? No, it's just like seeing how Spletti left. Yeah. It's one thing for like Roma to always go out to coaches, and then the way Mourinho leaves with his teams I don't see him leaving in bad terms but two two negatives can make a positive so hopefully I think this is his it's his last time it's this his is his coming chance. back party it's his last chance to prove himself to be honest and he chose a pretty good team because he's uh, he actually has to this do this is gonna put Jose Mourinho back on the map mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gonna happen over, like in one season two seasons but like he said a hundred times Mourinho since he has come has changed around the entire organization. Yeah. He's pulled employees out of different areas within and he's developed a certain way of running a club that's really going to he's using help the, Roma succeed. He's using the training the trainer from the Primavera team. He called him up to, to be the the fitness guy for the first team. I saw that. He goes, we we need guys within who have been within the organization. Roma. He's like, I Not don't want to come in and hire other people. Like, it's there's beautiful. always good players with beautiful. always good employees within the club. Yeah. yeah, it's great to see. Amazing. Like everything he does is just for the team, for the team. Squadra, squadra, squadra. Mm-hmm. I love it. Just everything that his signing brings to Roma is just it's it's enormous. It's humongous. It's everything every Romanisti has been waiting for. Beautiful. I, I, I honestly, I still say he's the best coach we've had. I know people say Capello because he's one. He's one, but honestly, hey, we had a pretty good team that year too. So, oh, that's I'll for sure. That. <laughs> that's for sure. We had a great team that year. And that concludes the very first Lupo AS Roma podcast. As I said in the beginning, this episode was more testing things out than anything. But I thought it'd be nice to give everyone an idea of what to expect from us going forward. With time, this podcast will only improve, and I appreciate everyone who listens and supports this new adventure. Another big thank you to all of you who have already supported the new Lupo TV movement. You've probably seen it on Twitter, maybe on YouTube. My goal is to create one name for everything AS Roma. I have already begun with Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and of course this podcast. Much more is still on the way. And I truly believe that this will become something that every Romanista will enjoy. So thank you to everyone who listened today. Thank you to everyone who has already supported me. I really appreciate you guys. And as always, Die Roma.